Well, hey, this is Chris Wright, and uh, in case you didn't know, making a program like this isn't easy, so I've decided to include a couple of tasteful advertisements. I don't know, I guess you'll like them. Here, try them out for size. Hi, I'm Roger, and I'm not a paid actor. Are you tired of being overly stimulated by the direction of modern pop music? but you just can't seem to be able to leave those catchy lyrics that make everyone want to get up on stage. Well, then you need Chanson, the only band that will turn any song of your choosing into a Gregorian chant. You can pick any song, like Paint It Black. I see a red door and I want to paint it black. No colors anymore, I want them to turn black. Or... Shut up and dance. Oh, don't you dare look back. Just keep your eyes on me. I said you're holding back. She said shut up and dance with me. This woman is my destiny. She said, oh, 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 shut up and dance with me. So, what are you waiting for? Visit us online at chantsong.com for more information or to order your chant today. That's C-H-A-N-T-S-O-N-G dot com to order your very own original song that was created just for you. Come and get your groove off. Point. We're living in a, you know, a modern age of uh, the new psychedelic renaissance. And I thought, this is, this is not real. This is, uh, my gosh, I'm on the radio. People will hear me how we give to others and affect others' lives, and uh, what we do with it is important. Don't focus on the rest of the world, just focus on your own life. And facts can't deal with emotions. It's, it's like apples and oranges. Bronze age and iron age, I think all could all, all be called the wood age. You're not picking a president, you're actually <laughs> picking a roommate. Because you don't know what their story is. You don't know what pain they're dealing with. Always part of me wanted an audience. It's naive to think that human beings have stopped evolving. Uh, the people are purple. The, the world is a very rich place if you start exploring. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Point Counterpoint. I'm your host, Chris Wright. And I am broadcasting. Well, not broadcasting, that suggests it's radio. But I am recording here from the University of Edinburgh, where I am now a student, uh, so that's cool. Um, it's been a while since I've last released an episode. Since June, actually, was the last one. But yeah, I'm back at it again, baby. I'm not done. <laughs> I never will be. I'm I plan on doing this for the rest of my life. And the podcast will probably change, you know, and I'll I'll probably be interested in different things, you know, try out different formats, have on various interesting guests. But for now, I'm just going to share with you some interesting thoughts, ideas. So, you know, a lot has happened since episode, what was that? Episode 82, this is 83. Um, A lot, you know. I've, I posted a, a couple books that I thought 
would be useful to all of you on my Instagram, Point Counterpoint Podcast. Make sure to follow that if you're not already. But uh, one of them is Limitless by Jim Quick. You know, it's how to unleash your mind, basically. How to make yourself limitless. You know, the two most powerful words in the English language are I am. And then everything after that has the power to either empower or limit you. So you need to make be very careful with what you say you are. I am, you know, if you, if you say I'm not good at math, for example, that's going to be... That's going to become a self-fulfilling prophecy, okay? So you can't put use those I am statements and limit yourself with those. That's just an example. You know, it talks about all sorts of different self-improvement methods, you know, besides diet and speed reading and memorization, not all that good stuff. All that good stuff. Yeah. But you'll, you'll love it. You'll love it. Um, also recommend... Uh, in Order to Live by Yan Mi Park. That's a harrowing account of her experience escaping from North Korea, going to China, eventually making it to South Korea, and now she's in the United States. And I'll bring her up again in a, just a bit here. Because a popular show that was just released on Netflix, in fact, it's the most popular show on Netflix so far. Netflix original, I should say. Squid Game. Which I thought was just a very well-made program. I highly, highly recommend that. Okay. Um, and Yan Mi Park, as I mentioned earlier, um, does, a re- does a review of that, which I thought was very interesting. So make sure to check out her YouTube video on that. Just look up Yan Mi Park on his YouTube and she talks about it because there's a there's another North Korean defector in in the show, which and she provides a very interesting uh, point of view in the games. But there's a number of different themes in the show, and uh, here's the thing: when you talk about what the main theme or goal of a show or book or any any work is there's really no correct answer you know if you're listening to an author or a director say what they think their story is about they're most certainly correct but also they're almost certain they're most certainly not saying every single possibility you know Every single person is is going to have some different interpretation of of any work of literature or any creative work. But you could say that one theme is basically an anti-elitist attitude, where basically I'm <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, spoiler alert for here, big spoiler alert, a little bit. So if you've already seen the show, it's fine. If you haven't, um, you might want to skip ahead a couple minutes and then watch the show. <laughs> if you plan on watching it. If you don't plan on watching it, then it doesn't matter for you. But <laughs> yeah. it does not, 
you know, so the Squid Game involves these various very violent games that a group of, you start with a group of over 400 people that are all competing against each other. And if you're eliminated from a game, you die. And these games are being viewed by, you know, these elites, you know, they're, they're watching the games and they're betting on them. And just kind of shows, you know, all these people that are viewing the general public as basically just basically playthings, things for that are for their own entertainment. And I wrote down a couple quotes here that I thought were good. So in the in the last episode, there was an interesting. So basically, the, the reason that you were, you went into the game was because you were in some sort of financial trouble. You know, lots of debt or something that you couldn't escape. And so this gave them a chance out of that. You could get, oh, how many? It was over 4 billion Korean won, which is, I think it's a few million dollars. Something like that. Million, couple million, few million, something like that. But the line goes, do you know what someone with no money has in common with someone with too much money? Living is no fun for them. If you have too much money, no matter what you buy, eat, or drink, everything gets boring in the end. And obviously, if you don't have enough money, it's no fun either because you're constantly worrying about the next paycheck. So, now, is that saying you shouldn't try to make money? No. It just means that you need to have a focus on other things besides the finance. You know, you should try to have enough money to do what you want to do, you know, so that you're not limited in that way, but also not so much that you can literally get everything. You can go and buy private islands, which no one needs. And it still gets boring, you know. You need to have somewhere to go from where you are, some way of improvement. Unheavy is the head, uneasy is the head that wears the crown. Yeah. One more quote is that you don't trust people because they're trustworthy. You trust them because there's nothing left to lean on. I mean, in the end, all material possessions and whatnot are fleeting and you can lose those but human connection other people is something that you'll always have and even though even though people are obviously not always trustworthy sometimes you have no choice and i found that's one thing that is often stressed in the show even though some people ended up being untrustworthy in the end At least at first, it helped. It was useful to rely on them. Yeah. 
interesting. The, the North Korean defector in the show was interesting. It was different perspective. Yeah. She did, spoiler again, uh, she did very well. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just say she made it, she, she, she made it to the end. I'll say that. <laughs> spoiler, that was, yeah. Okay, I like to I like to warn about those spoiler alerts. <laughs> but yeah, and you can check out Yanni's video about that. Side note, um, in my Instagram post when I posted about in order to live that book, uh, she personally liked my post, so I was pretty excited about that. When uh. <laughs> public figure likes your post. That's always, that's always fun. Okay. Uh, on to another topic. Uh, so since I'm studying uh, language evolution right now, um, I'm going to read just a, a little bit of an interesting uh, article here. It's called Meaningful Call Combinations in a Non-Human Primate. This is about uh, basically the some form of language being found in a type of monkey by this is a uh, what year is this 2008 Kate Arnold and Klaus Zuberbuller human speech is based on a rule governed assemblage of morphemes into more complex vocal expressions free-ranging putty-nosed monkeys provide an interesting analogy because analogy because males combine two loud alarm calls hacks and piaws into different call series depending on external events. Series consisting of piaws are common, are common responses to leopards, while hacks or hacks followed by piaws are evidently given to crowned eagles. Sometimes males produce further sequences consisting of piaws followed by hacks. These piao hacks sequence can, be, can occur alone or they can be inserted at or near the beginning of another call series. Regardless of context, pH sequences reliably predict forthcoming group progression. In playback experiments, we tested the monkey's reaction to piaos, uh, hacks, and pH sequences and found that response matches, responses match the natural conditions. Specifically, females started group progressions after hearing pH sequences and responded appropriately to the other call series. In a series, second experiment, we tested artificially composed pH sequences and found that they were also effective in eliciting group progressions. In the third experiment, we established that group movement could also be triggered by the calls of the group's own male, not those of a stranger. We conclude that in this primate, meaning is encoded by call sequences, not individual calls. Many birds and primates are limited by small vocal repertoires, and the constraint may have favored the evolution of such combinatorial signaling uh, we designed playback experiments to investigate whether pH sequences given by a male are casually responsible for listing travel in individual group members. We conducted a series of playback experiments with free-ranging putty-nosed monkeys by Gashika Gumti National Park, Nigeria. In a first experiment, we observed the behavior of the females of habituated group 
in a response to playbacks of natural call series of their own male. A female could serve as a focal subject if she was located as, at the periphery of the group while the male was at the opposite side, hereby ensuring that the male's calls emanated from the correct direction. Playback trials consisted of five hacks, five piaws, or five call hack pH sequence. Uh, using a GPS unit, the focal female's location was marked prior to and 20 minutes after playback continuously. I'm not going to read that whole thing, but uh, yeah, they have uh, specific words for specific stimuli, which is pretty fascinating. And then they can combine the words to mean different things, which is pretty cool. That's pretty, 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 pretty cool. Yeah. Um, oh, another book uh, I forgot to recommend. I'm actually re currently reading it. Is uh, The Hunter-Gatherer's Guide to the 21st Century by Brett Weinstein and Heather Hying. Uh, definitely want to check that one out. Uh, just a way to, just a new way to navigate in our modern world using evolutionary approaches. So definitely look at that. Okay. So uh, as I'm sure you're all aware of, the United States is no longer present in Afghanistan. It's, no, we never should have been there in the first place. I'll say that for sure. That's I don't I, I don't find that particularly uh, controversial. I think it's most people it seems agree on that. It seems. Um, but yeah, just gonna read a, a poem that I found in the Spectator about it, and it's called "In the Desert." As the Taliban surged back into Kabul, and the international correspondents looked more exhausted with every broadcast but not as exhausted as the refugees. I thought of my young second cousin Matthew, one of the 457 flown back from Afghanistan in sealed coffins, in Wooten Bassett, and then, in Matthew's case, to York for his military funeral. In the minister, after which the gun carriage paraded him on a tour of the packed streets before beginning its sedate procession to the cemetery while we, the mourners, plus vanloads of soldiery, sped off ahead, at a pace Matthew would surely have preferred, with sirens and flashing lights to get there first, all of which might have been designed to persuade his parents that being blown up by a bomb at 23 was a worthy destiny, an opinion they are perhaps revising. That poem by Fleur Ad Adcock. Never should have been there. Spent 20 years there. And for what they Taliban immediately came back in. Now, am I saying that we should have exited the way that we did? No. First of all, you don't you don't announce we're gonna leave on this day no matter what. No. You say we're gonna leave once all of our allies and people working with us are all evacuated. No, you get those people out first and then you leave. And we could have done that by the same time. 
ridiculous. But that aside, it's a good thing we're out. And I'm not trying to downplay the anti-woman positions of the Taliban. Not allowing them to be to have to be fully educated like the men or whatnot. All, all those extremely, extremely regressive policies. I mean, it's not our job to go and invade every country that we don't like. Not saying it never is necessary. You know, it was a good thing that we went and stopped, say, Nazi Germany. All right, I think enough of that. <laughs> All right, um, you may have noticed that I played a new theme song. It's the same song, but I just put some new quotes in there. Some different voices you'll hear. So that's fun. Very fun. But I suppose since I'm in Scotland right now, I might as well read a bit of a poem by Robert Burns. But which one? There are so many. I'm gonna pick a random one. I'm gonna read that. Let's read this one. I burn, I burn, as when through ripened corn. I burn, I burn, as when through ripened corn. By driving winds the, the crackling flames are borne. Now raven wild, I curse that fetal night. Now bless the hour which charmed my guilty sight. In vain the laws their feeble force oppose. Chained at his feet they groan, love's vanquished foes. In vain, religion meets my sinking eye. I dare not combat, but I turn and fly. Conscience in vain upbraids the unhallowed fire. Love grasps his scorpions, stifled they expire. Reason drop headlong from his sacred throne. Your dear idea reigns and reigns alone. Each thought intoxicated homage yields. In riots wanton in forbidden fields. By all on high adoring mortals know. By all a conscious villain feats below. By all your deal self. The last great oath I swear. No life nor soul. Whatever have so dear.
Beautiful. Okay, what else is up with me? Um, actually, just last night I decided I'm going to add to my normal morning routine the Wim Hof method. Gotta check that one out. That's pretty amazing. Uh, so it's it combines it mainly. There's a couple different features. Um, there is the the breathing method where you basically deeply inhale and, and then exhale partly 30, 40, 50 times. Just do it rather aggressively. So it's like a... Don't let out all the air on there, just part of it. You do that, you do that 30, 40, 50 times. And then after that, after you finally exhale the last time, then you hold your breath for as long as you can. And then once it's uncomfortable, you know, and you have to breathe, then you can inhale, hold it for about 15 seconds or so, and then you're done. And then combine, and then you can, you also need to do um, cold showers, cold bath, ice bath, something like that. It's not very comfortable, but, uh, you know, it, it does have benefits for the immune system and whatnot. Now, if you're, I wouldn't recommend going into like a, a wide bath or something and then doing, you know, he, he, he does warn against doing the breathing in like a bath where you could pass out and, and drown, you know, so definitely be careful, do it at your own risk. Yeah, basically, you know, if you don't, if it doesn't feel right to you, don't do it. Use your sense. <laughs> Okay, but yeah, um, and then that combined with uh, meditation with the Waking Up app. So definitely check that one out for sure. Do I have anything else? I think that'll do. All right, it was good catching up with y'all. <laughs> it's been lit, fam. Namaste.